0: Your reasons for listening to the show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle.
1: Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida.
0: From the Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody
2: likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E dot When you go there, please click on that banner uh, to go to the Orlando Weekly, Orlando Best Of, vote for me, write me in as Best Podcast Not On The Radio because today is the last day that I'm actually going to mention it. Matter of fact, I might have been plugging it all this week, and it did me no good because they had already closed down. And at this point, if the push that I've made campaign-wise has not gotten me written in, then I don't deserve to be written in. I mean, it it just shows that I don't have enough supporters to be able to get me in there when it comes to the in. That or you guys are just a little too lazy or, you know, I'm not calling you lazy, but I'll, I'll, I'll choose a better set of words. You guys are just really, really busy with life. And I know that it takes a lot of steps and I know that I ask you guys for help. But you know what? I need it. I'm str- well, not struggling. I mean, I, I'm I'm like any small business during the pandemic, just trying to make ends meet, trying to just ride out the wave, and then once it is, I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna hit that. I'm gonna hit that half pipe, and I'm just gonna tube right through it. Everybody's gonna think I'm gonna crash and burn. I'm gonna get knocked out by the the uh, the coral reef that's causing all the big waves. Hell yeah, no, that's not true. I'm gonna fight thanks to you guys because like I've told you. All the other times that I've done online content, I've been on a terrestrial radio show that I've been able to push this stuff with. And this has all grown because of you guys. Word of mouth. Word. Word of mouth. So, right now, I am currently in the second level of the parking garage at Orlando Regional Medical Center. Because, you know what, that's what I do now. I am at hospitals every single day. uh, And my mom is having a PET scan. To be able to find out if the cancer has spread from the one spot to the other. Because this this is this kind of like judgment day right now, people. I've already told you this. My mom is not gonna get radiation. My mom is not gonna get chemo. Like she's gonna get the surgery to get the one spot removed, and that's it. Like if it if it is spread to other places where they have to do chemotherapy, yeah, it's done. And don't even get me started. You know, I talked today. It was my dad's birthday. Um, I mean, I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been. You know, at least he acknowledged us for about a minute, and then he was he was out again. Uh, you know, him being a diabetic, it's not like you could eat it. We got him this little cupcake, and this little light thing that 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 blinks or whatever that just says "Happy Birthday," but. You know, it really, really sucked on your dad's birthday that they're coming up to you and you're they're, they're already talking about, you know, end of life comfort. And that's that's a nice way of saying, hey, uh, we've done everything that we can and we need to start thinking about just making sure your dad's not in pain. Uh, we're going to keep him so doped up like he's not even going to know what's going on kind of talk. Yeah, that that's that's always good to have on your dad's birthday. I, I I'm sorry if I'm laughing. That that's uncomfortable laughter. That's that's just how I deal with it. So so yeah, I'm over here at Orlando Regional Medical Center. Uh this test is probably going to take about an hour and a half. It's a PET scan. And my mom's had these done before. I remember the last time she had cancer. I took her to one of these and they give you this like liquid stuff you got to drink. And then it's like a half hour. And then they put you in this little uh, machine. And then all the cancer cells that are in the body, they, they, they light up. They glow. They glow just red hot. Not even red hot. Like white hot. White hot heat. And you can actually see it. On the screening, it's like one of the best screening tools that they have to be able to find out about cancer. So, and it's actually gotten even better. You wouldn't believe all the dietary uh, restrictions that my mom had to go through. Had to stay on her ass for 24 hours. Like, could not have any sugar, could not have any carbohydrates because they don't want that stuff showing up in the test. Got a lot of great things coming up on today's show Sorry I did not do a YouTube live stream. It, it yesterday was really, really hard. Like it it was it was a difficult day. And I just needed to decompress. So I do apologize that I didn't do a live stream last night, but I will definitely be doing one tonight at eight. So make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted to any time I go live or upload any new content. Now, one of the first stories I wanted to get into, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, the relationships between men and women now. And a lot of people do forget that we are nothing but animals. You know, in, in the animal kingdom, if you look at it, all the men are big and beautiful. They got the, they got the flamboyant colors because they have to attract The other mates. It's all about physical attraction in the animal kingdom, the ones that are the strongest, the ones that are going to provide security to them and their children. That's how it is. But a new study has come out. It said, ugly rich men. Women are turned on by charm and cash while men go on look. Scientists confirm in discovery, which surprises no one. Yes, it is the complete opposite when it comes to humans. It really, really is. Because the guys, we are more of a physical, like, we go on physical attraction. Women, they want stability for the most part. For the most part. I'm not saying all women do that. But in a discovery which surprises no one, a study found fellows value sexy bodies and attractive faces much more than women do. Duh. I wonder how much money they wasted on this. I, I know exactly why they're even doing this story. It is because of the Bill and Melinda Gates divorce and it's right here. And it is great news for Microsoft billionaire Bill Gates sixty-five, who recently split from his wife as women look uh, women like high income intelligence and emotional connections. Is really are they okay, are they throwing the emotional thing in there just so they're like, Oh man, we don't want women to look like too much gold diggers. And also, how do you feel if you're Bill Gates? That they're using you as an example of an ugly person that is rich. I mean, are, do you have so much money, like, when you're a billionaire, you really don't give a fuck? Like, you're like, that's, that's why they call it fuck you money. It's like, I got billions and billions and billions. Yes, I may not be the most attractive person in the world, but I, it, I got fuck you money. Experts are now set to establish whether the Pope is really Catholic and what bears do in the woods. <laughs> I hate you, the son. Dr. Stephen White, a behavioral scientist at Queensland's University in Australia, said males and females can differ quite significantly in the importance they place on characteristics. Both sexes tend to find the same thing, sexy in a potential mate, but it changes at different life stages. The study published in the journal PLOS ONE Surveyed 7,325 dating site users aged 18 to 65. Well, right there, nobody ever tells the truth on these dating sites. You can tell this is a UK story. It found blokes in their 20s values look at uh, th- that value, looks, age, and physical build four times more than women do. Even in their 60s, looks continue to matter more than twice as much to men. Yeah, you know? see, see, I've always... Okay, so guys, if you're out there and you're older, you know, like when when I was in my teenage years and early twenties, I was like, "Yeah, I'll never find forty year old men or forty year old women attractive," and or I mean, I do now. Like it, it's 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 weird. And does does that still continue? Like for example, like when I get into my sixties, am I still gonna find women in my age range attractive? Is it all about perspective? I, I, I'm just very, very curious. I would love to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle, at gmail.com, or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. For young ladies, personality is three times more important than it is to men. Yeah, I mean, okay, I could see that. I can see that. Like, I'll admit, when I, got, when I was married, I outkicked my coverage when, I, when, it, when it came to looks. I really, really did. Participants were asked to rate the importance of nine traits of mates, including age, attractiveness, physical build, intelligence, income, education, trust, openness, and emotional connection. Yeah, I don't have a lot of those, but I, don't, I really don't know. I would like to hear from you. Because now is, is money now, financial stability now the, the, the show of strength? is the big swinging dick out of everything. Like, money can, can you know, make, make up for a lot of your downfalls. Say you may, look, you could be disfigured. Like, I guarantee you a guy with Down syndrome that had the money of Bill Gates, small penis, barely knows how to work it. I bet he could still get laid quicker than I could. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind, like Corky from Life Goes On or what, whatever show that was, if he, well, he probably, he probably does get a lot of money out for of residuals and syndication and stuff. So, so, yeah, he probably, he could easily get laid quicker than I could. No doubt in my mind. Like, if we went into any of the bars in downtown Orlando right now, me and Corky... Gorky is getting, uh, he will get two ladies before I even get my first one. I can almost guarantee you that. And that, that's, that's a really, really sad thing to think about. Ugh. Fuck my life.
0: Great news, folks. You now have the chance to see the face in front of that sexy voice. Right you are, sir. The Tuttle Daily Podcast streams Monday to Friday on YouTube. Anything can happen at the Hobo Fish Camp. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, sir. That's enough. Okay. So go to youtube.com slash Tuttle. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you're notified anytime Tuttle goes live. Good job, sir. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Compliments? Or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's, uh... Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass.
2: All right, guys, welcome back. There's a couple of ways you can get a hold of me. I love interacting with the supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. You can easily do that by emailing me, tuttle at gmail.com, or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. You can also follow me on social media. My, My social media numbers have not been great as of late. Uh, But you can easily follow me. Just go to Twitter.com slash or Twitter.com slash Tuttle, Instagram.com slash Tuttle, Facebook.com slash Tuttle, uh, TikTok.com. Just search Tuttle on the radio. I don't have that one. If you search the Tuttle Daily Podcast on Reddit, I actually have a forum on there as well, too, that people can go and just discuss whatever uh, they want to. Like, I really don't care. As long as you guys aren't being hateful, like using the N-word or homophobic slurs, stuff like that. I say have at it, let it eat, let the big dog eat. Next story I wanted to talk about, I I don't know how a lot of you people, I know a lot of people are probably going to have mixed reactions about this next story. But, you know, living in Central Florida, there is a big, humongous gay community here. And, you know, it, it, it took something Well, you know what? Even Orlando before, because, you know, like I've been to the Parliament House before. I've done a lot of the fundraisers and stuff for Central Florida, for the gay community. I've done a lot of stuff. I've had bets where I've lost and I've had to go like wait tables at a gay restaurant. Uh, So Orlando is very, very gay friendly. It got even stronger after the Pulse nightclub shooting. And in this next story kind of relates to the Pulse nightclub thing. You know, back whenever that happened, 49 people ended up dying and gay men wanted to do something, wanted to do their part. You know, like whenever there's any big tragedy, everybody, the big thing is to go donate blood, donate blood. You know, it's almost like a vampire society in the background, like causing these mass mass casualties to build up their blood supply. No, that's not it. But gay men were not allowed to donate blood. And I, I have a problem with that, because I'll, I'll tell you why. Look, look at two very high-profile cases. These are old laws that were put into place. I mean, this, this is back in the 80s when they first found out about AIDS, and they didn't know anything about it. You know, for the longest time, I mean, Forrest Gump, look at Forrest Gump. Jenny, Jenny got the AIDS, left uh, Forrest and Little Forrest uh, defend for themselves, because Jenny got the AIDS never found out what, how she got it was it through sex was it through the needles cuz jenny was a whore all around but what i'm trying to say though is that look at look at magic johnson magic johnson heterosexual as far as we know easy e heterosexual died of aids so i mean let's let's not act like heterosexuals do not get or have risky unprotected sex drug use all that good stuff i mean I'm telling you right now, if I'm laying on a uh, like a slab in an operating room and the only chance of my survival is, yes, give me the gay man's blood all day because they're going to test it just like any other blood now. So I don't understand. There's just way too many restrictions on this stuff. And I think it's time for this to make a big, big change. Our government needs to make a change.
1: June 12th, 2016, the Pulse Massacre. 49 people dead, dozens injured to help.
2: All right, I, I'm really not trying to be a dick, but come on, Wesh. Wesh, you guys can do better than this. And I love Michelle Meredith. I mean, she, she reminds me of, um, what's her face? Claire Metz out there in the Volusia County area covering stuff. But, man, like, listen, I'm doing my show on a goddamn iPhone 12, and listen to how clear this sounds right now. You can't tell me, with all the equipment that you guys have, Wesh, that you guys could not have gotten Michelle Meredith a better— I, It might be Michelle—I don't know, what, 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 whatever this bitch's name is. I will find out at the end, but— Come on, you guys could do better.
1: People stood in long lines to donate blood, but many gay men were in for a shock. Since the 80s, blood donated from gay men.
2: Am I the only one that feels like the RCA dog right now? And by that, I mean, you know, sitting around, looking into one of those old-style, like, phonograph radios, because that's exactly what type of microphone it sounds like, Michelle Meredith, or... It's not even Michelle Meredith. What the oh i get it see this is what happens when i've been in tampa for too long i've forgotten a lot of the names when it comes to the anchors here in the orlando
1: area was not accepted a ban that started during the aids epidemic because there were no good tests for hiv to test the blood with
2: and the disease was still a lot like COVID actually where there was not a lot known about it all right for one thing the people you are interviewing should never sound better than you. Micro- I know that I'm getting way off track and I'm not even really talking about the story, but this is how much of my OCD and ADHD is coming into play because this woman, she sounds crystal clear And the reporter sounds like she's talking through a tin can and string.
1: And unlike COVID, it it could spread through the blood supply. Only in 2015 did the FDA lift the ban to donate blood. With strict guidelines, though, if the gay man reported having no sex with a man for a year.
2: All right. I know I use this term a lot. Cancel culture or paint with a broad brush. But come on. I mean, you're I mean, if that's the case. Could not have sex with another man for a year before you'd be able to give uh, blood. We are not going to get any blood. Because I, I, look, I I might be making assumptions here, but if I was a gay dude, man, I would be banging it out all the time. Like, serious. Like, I mean, I, I really do. And maybe that, maybe that is the reason why. Maybe they're like, "Eh, well, I mean, they're having a lot of sexual encounters with a lot of other different partners. But no, I mean, if you're testing the blood, you're testing the blood. I mean, I mean, guys, women, heterosexual people have risky sex all the time. But man, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know what? I would like to say that if I was a gay man, that I would be just I'd be a whore, like a man whore, like just fucking everything that I can. But I, 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 I don't know. I think I would probably still be reserved. I think I would want to be wined and dined. I think that it would it would be just like regular dating. Who knows?
1: He was eligible. When donations dropped during the COVID pandemic, the time was cut to three months. Still, there's a stigma.
3: My blood is just as red as yours and my blood can save your life. You know, it can save somebody else's life. And it's just it's um...
2: I don't know why automatically, because I'm a big sci fi nerd. You know, they're talking about my blood is the same as yours and stuff. Why? Why do people think that gay men's blood is like the acid blood? that is in the alien movies come on you guys know what i'm talking about with sigourney weaver and they ought to that that acid blood and it like eats through like three or four levels of the ship before it finally stops yeah i mean that that's basically what people think gay men's blood is sometimes uh and you know that i'm just being sarcastic when i'm saying that and Goddamn thing that we have running through our veins as well, too, people.
3: It's frustrating. It's, you know, there's anger that's associated with it because you want to help.
1: This week, the FDA announced a new study in the works that could allow a gay man to donate on a case-by-case basis. For example, a couple in a committed relationship could qualify.
2: No, I mean, that, that's still not good enough. It isn't. Because I, I, you guys are not making heterosexual people, you know, sign up and, and make sure that they're in a committed relationship before they give blood. Hell no, me as a single man right now, even though I've done a lot of risky shit in my life, that I could go and donate right now, no issues, no bubbles, no troubles. But if I'm gay, you know what? Matter of fact, why do they even have the right? Why do they have the right? Like why, like? Okay, now I will say that a couple of the people that they're interviewing here, you know, kind of talk a certain way that you would, you know, it would be a big rainbow flag. Uh, just warning you, hey, this might be a gay man. But for the most part, you could walk in there. I mean, hell, heterosexual men sound effeminate sometimes. So, so why can't? Why do you? You just go in there and say, no, I'm not gay. No, no, I, I like vagina. I get vagina all the time. No, I do not like dick one bit. I don't even like my own penis. That's how heterosexual I am.
1: The FDA has partnered with One Blood and the center in Orlando to make it happen. Well, studies being conducted here in Orlando, San Francisco, Washington D.C., Miami, and they're looking for about 2 to 300 participants in each city. Scott has volunteered to be part of this study, embraces the importance.
0: Now, if they go to any blood, they're no longer going to be embarrassed. They're no longer going to be fearful.
2: By the way, I know that this is audio, but my God, Scott, uh, what's his face? Gus Malzahn, who's, uh, newly into town, the coach of the UCF Golden Knights. He needs to go after Scott immediately. For middle linebacker, because Scott is built like a shit brick house. The guy's got some of the biggest arms. And I, I would love for you to go up and talk to Scott and talk some, uh you know, homophobic slurs or whatever. Because Scott would twist you up like a fucking pretzel.
0: There's not going to be the anxiety tied to it. There's just going to be another person in the room like everybody else.
2: See, that's why you shouldn't stereotype. Because I'm sure a lot of you people are are hearing Scott talk after that 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 last little statement he made there. And probably like, oh, man, I got to see what this guy like. He's a twi- no, 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 no. He's like uh, if you're a big Game of Thrones, he's like the mountain. He is like the mountain from the Game of Thrones. And you would not even be able to tell just from the sound of his voice.
1: And another step forward in the fight for gay people to be fully accepted in American society. In Orange County, Michelle Meredith West 2 News.
2: Aha! I did have the right name. I had the right name the whole time. I should never second guess myself. So, I mean, let's let's just all do it right now. Let's let's give let's get some gay blood. Get some gay blood. I mean, they they say that we're all going to be like one race before it's all said and done. I don't know. You know, I I read that story yesterday where, you know, men are going to stop producing sperm. Maybe we are going to a same sex like culture in the future. I mean, who knows? I mean, I mean, that, maybe that's why the lower sperm counts. I really don't know. I really don't care. But I just, I know for a fact, if I needed gay blood, I would take gay blood in a heartbeat. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast
1: orlando weekly best of orlando write the title daily podcast in the category for best podcast not on the radio visit title.net where you'll find a direct link so you can't complain that it's too complicated and if you don't live in orlando no problem if you're a supporter of the show from anywhere around the world you can vote too
0: wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you well you can Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait, call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans, past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to
2: the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Last segment of the day. One of the things I wanted to get into, you know, I told you guys that I'm on TikTok. I, I really have not posted a lot of stuff on TikTok. I mainly use TikTok to be able to find drops and and audio that I might be able to use for the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Now, I'm a big science guy. I love Carl Sagan. I can sit there and I can listen to Carl Sagan talk all day long. Wish the man was still around, but unfortunately he's not. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I've been talking to Amy Sinha. You know, Amy Sinha, the voiceover girl, uh, woman from Wales. Uh, If you want to go check her out, go to amysinha.com, S-I-N-A-H.com. To be able to check out her stuff, if you want to hire her for uh, doing voiceover, she did the Orlando Weekly Best of promo that you're hearing running right now. But I'm big. I've been talking to her about this. I love ASMR. I've played you guys one of my favorite ASMR clips, which is the uh, the uh, Irish football announcer, not not NFL football, but like soccer football type stuff for my American audience, of him making a sandwich. I don't know what it is. I just absolutely love it. I could sit there and I'd and listen to that fucking audio clip of this Irish soccer announcer uh, making a ham sandwich which is not even a great ham sandwich, by the way. But he makes it, and I, it, it pits me to sleep every single night. Now, I, for some reason, I get the ASMR feels whenever I listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk. Here, here's an example of one of the posts that Neil deGrasse Tyson just recently made on his TikTok page.
3: You did your homework, and you checked, and you found out that the radius of the known universe is about 45 billion light years. Okay, that's in one direction. 45 billion in the other direction, that's 90 billion light years in diameter. So then you ask, if that's the case, what does it mean that the farthest stars are 13 billion light years away?
2: And a lot of you guys try to make me out to be a creep with the ASMR stuff and my fascination of watching just people in general, wash windows. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. I don't give a damn. If you're washing windows and you got that little soapy rag and just the sound of the water hitting the window and the suds rolling down the window and then you pull out that squeegee and you squeegee off all the moisture, I will sit there and I will watch you. And yeah, it's probably gonna creep you out, but I really don't care. I mean... You cannot find anything more innocent than watching somebody wash a window. So do not judge me, but goddamn, like listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson, like I get the ASMR tingles, and it is not in any way a sexual thing at all.
3: Okay, so we have to be precise about this. The farthest stars we see, they emitted their light when they were 13 billion light years away that's when they emitted their light and in the intervening time the universe has continued to expand you can't see objects at that full distance because the universe isn't old enough for its light to have reached us so that's what's going on there
2: that's what i love about science not not a lot of people know this okay uh when we're looking at things we're looking at them uh, as how they were, not how they are. Because no matter like, all right, speed of light, we, we all generally see things at the speed of light. Because when we look at things, it's just light bouncing off of it in our eyes and our brain interpreting uh, what we're seeing. But there is a little bit of a delay. Even though it may not seem like there is a delay, there is a delay. There is a delay of it getting from you know it could be millions billions of a second delay but we are not seeing things how they presently are everything we see is ghosts it is and i know that's a weird way and i know a lot of people you probably think that i'm overthinking it but it is like if you had a telescope say you know Neil deGrasse Tyson's talking about all the way like the observable universe. So, say you got to the edge of the observable universe. Matter of fact, it, it probably wouldn't it probably would be even too early, but if you had the most powerful microscope or 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 telescope in the world and you could zoom in and look at Earth like 3 billion years, 3 billion light years away, okay? And then you had a telescope that could zoom all the way in. You would not see humans. You would not see humans. You would see the dinosaurs. How is that possible? Like, we're at the same time. They're at the same time. But when they're looking at the light, looking at us, they're actually going to be seeing the dinosaurs. They're not going to be seeing us in general. But the reason I wanted to play uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson... I found one of my favorite new astrophysicists uh, on TikTok. And I call this uh, trap, trap house science. And this guy is absolutely brilliant. I'm telling you right now, if this guy breaks huge, it is going to make so many inner city children interested in astrophysicists and 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 just science in general.
4: I'm going to tell y'all five facts about space that you probably didn't fucking know. For one, ain't shit in space close together. None of that shit is close together. Did you guys hear that people?
2: None of this shit is close together.
4: Like we're way
2: far separated from each other. So,
4: none of this shit is close together. It look like it's close together, but it's not. Everything in outer space is far as fuck apart. All right. See,
2: you can't tell me that people would not be interested in science when he says everything in space is far as fuck apart like come on people this guy is onto something
4: space has voids that stretch easily from 30 to 300 million light years across meaning that if you were to cross that motherfucker from one side to the other moving at the speed of light it would still take you 30 to 300 million years to get to the other side
2: <laughs> my favorite part is him if it was if you were to cross that motherfucker it would take you still 300 billion years just to get there. Yeah. Space is far as fuck,
4: motherfucker. Number two, sound does not travel in space at all. A fucking star could blow up a couple light years away from you and you wouldn't even know about it until a fucking wave of hot radiation melts your ass instantly. Number three, we are small as a bitch. I mean, just
2: breaking it down in layman's terms, we're small as a bitch. I mean, this is this is what according to this guy. And I love him. He might not have the smooth-ass voice that Neil deGrasse Tyson has, but I love his delivery. I love where he's coming from. And I just love his use of the word motherfucker.
4: The fastest we have ever been able to travel is like, what, 45,000 miles an hour? Somewhere around them numbers. The size and distance comparisons in space are out of this fucking world. The next closest galaxy to us would take two million years to get to at the speed of light. And we cannot even go that fast right now. Number four, bitch, space is empty. But it's not empty. But it's empty as hell.
2: Did you hear him? He said that shit is empty as hell. Imagine
4: just floating through a place that's so fucking dark you can't see your hand in front of your shit. There is no fucking sound whatsoever. And at any moment, a rock moving through space at tens of thousands of miles an hour with the size of a grain of sand could blow through your body and put a hole in you the size of your fucking head. Yeah, space scary as fuck.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry, but the, the, the term is...
4: Yeah, space
2: is scary as fuck. It is. I mean, if you think about it, space is scary as fuck. And this guy just told the complete absolute truth. You're not going to hear that shit from Carl Sagan. You're not going to hear from, hear that from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Space is scary as fuck.
4: And last but not least, space has some of the most destructive explosions you will ever fucking know about. A star goes supernova, the force generated can be about 10 to the 44th power megatons. That's 10 with 44 zeros behind it. That's an explosion with more power than the entire sun has put out in 10 billion years of living. We thought we did something when we went to the moon. We ain't ready for the shit that's out here.
2: I swear to God, that needs to be his tagline for everything.
4: We ain't ready
2: for all the shit that's out here. Like, seriously, that needs to be his closing moment, his closing thoughts every single time he signs off. I'm just saying, guys, I know today is a little bit of I um, I don't know, shorter show. But you also got to understand, I've been at Orlando Regional Medical Center all day today. I got to pick up my mom. She finally got done with her tests. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to give you some updates soon on both my mom and my dad. I want to thank everybody that has reached out. Tell me that they're praying, even though I'm not a religious person. I do take when I I do take when people say they're praying as kind of like, uh, hey, I'm caring about what you're going through. I really, really do. So I want to thank every single person that have that has reached out. That has asked about my mom and dad. Um, It really, really means a lot to me. And I apologize that some of the shows have been shorter and stuff. But hopefully, this all is going to be by me soon. And I'll be able to get back to normal. I'll be able to start implementing more of the big ideas that I have. Because I'm telling you, if you guys just stick with me. I promise you that this is going to grow into something absolutely spectacular, fantastic, brilliant. Any of those big words, I know they're not big words, but words to describe how great something is going to be. It is. So please be patient with me. Stick by me. That's why I call you my supporters. Because one day this is going to be, this thing is going to be nationwide. This thing is going to be so big, and you're going to be able to say, hey, I was there from the beginning. And I'm not trying to say, like, I'm getting a big head. Please don't think that. But I've had to change my way of thinking. I really, really have. And I just want to thank every single one of you. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and I will talk to you soon.
0: And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchuf.com, and pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show producer Vulture and co-host Ciroc. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceover.com and The Little Cheese Show. Download and subscribe to The Little Cheese Show. Everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. You have something you want to say? Tuttle at gmail.com. Or leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
1: A society grows great when old men plant trees, the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people. That's it, the end.